Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this week's installment of the Konos. I am your host, Michael Evanman. Thank you all for tuning in and listening. Uh, hope everyone's been having a good week, a uh, safe week. Um, ma'am, wash your hands, do all that, because good lord, I mean... We are still, like, Florida, okay, like, if you listen to this in Florida, 100%, just don't do anything. If you think about doing something, don't do it. Just don't do it, because, like, we can't, like, we, Florida itself is the epicenter, epicenter, I think that's a word, the epicenter of corona in the world, in the entirety of the world. There isn't another place in the world that's worse than us. So don't be going out to these parties. Don't be doing all this fun stuff. I know you want to. I know it's been a few months since you've been able to. But don't. All right? Just don't. Okay? For the sake of everyone, don't do it. But yeah, I hope everyone's washing their hands, staying safe and everything. Is it all good, though? I mean, let me... Let me tell you about me. I, I'm kind of like beefing with my car right now. Cause like I've had to like, for like the past week or two, I've had to like get my car fixed like seven different times, essentially. Like it's like my car, I don't know if it's dying on me. I don't know if like, I don't know what's up with it. I feel like, I feel it's like me and my car in like a bad marriage. And, like, we're just trying to, like, we're just trying to, like, figure it out and try and fix it, you know? But, like, man, like, because, like, I'll go to, like, Tire Kingdom, and Tire Kingdom will, like, be like, hey, uh, we fixed the thing, but apparently there's 17 different things that also need to be fixed with your car. And then that's, like, all the money that you could possibly have and it's like well i don't want to give you all my money and then i have to like go to like courtesy hyundai for like five hours and then they're like hey that wasn't broken but here's everything else that's broken with your car and then it's like oh well okay so like i don't know who to trust i don't know who to trust i'm not saying i'm like i like have a love-hate relationship with like tire kingdom Cause like every, they're not terrible people, but like every time I go, I just never get what I want. Like I'm always just like disappointed in what happens. And like all these buff dudes in tucked in shirts could get these hands if they just offer, if they try and like make me pay more than I need. To. Like it's ridiculous. Like I'm actually upset of Tire Kingdom. Like I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I might go there again. That's how I'm feeling right now. I'm going to be honest. But we have a good show. Enough about, <laughs> enough about that. We have a good show. Um, I'm going to talk about a few things, you know. I'm going to talk about the NBA. We're going to talk about uh, Jada. The, uh, the entanglement. The the entanglement situation of there. Uh <laughs> I'm gonna talk about some other th- things. Um, talk about some music. Juice World, his f- uh, first posthumous album came out. I'm gonna talk about that. So 
yeah, let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. Um, the NBA, the NBA, uh, an incredibly great, uh, you know, organization. I love their product and everything, but um, you know, it's very interesting to see what's going. Listen, I understand these NBA players are like. What? How do I? It's like they. I get that they're not used to the current. Okay, so if you guys don't know, um, th- uh, there is a like bubble for. There is a bubble for the NBA, and essentially, like you can't go in or you can't go out at if you enter the bubble then you can't get out of the bubble, essentially. That's what I'm getting from it, essentially. It's like, hey, you can't leave, or else you have to leave. And it's, like, kind of crazy, because, like, I saw, like, a thing. It was, like, um, it was, like, Rashawn Holmes, uh, and, like, he just went out a little outside the bubble to get, like, Postmates or something. And they were like, hey, you have to quarantine for eight days now. You have to isolate yourself. And it's like, dang, bro, I was just trying to get some Chick-fil-A. Like, what you want from me? Like, that's just... Uh, okay, so I'm looking... This is from Bleacher Report. This is from Bleacher Report. A report it says, uh, some players have been warned about violations after multiple tips were called into anonymous hotline. Okay, the crazy thing is that they have a snitch hotline. To me, that's that's such a funny thing to me, because <laughs> like I've been like listening to like or like I've been looking at like the six nine like situation and everything, like and how he's a snitch and he's a rat. And now it's just funny to me how like snitching is uh encouraged when it comes to this like. Um, reported that, okay, so, essentially, it's just, like, there is a hotline to where people can call in and just be like, hey, uh, that so-and-so was out of doing this and doing this, and honestly, I feel like that's, like, if LeBron wants to win his fourth championship, he might have to do a little snitching, I'm going to be honest. He might just have to say, hey, Kawhi was getting Chipotle outside the, the thing, outside the bubble. Listen, whatever you got to do to win, would LeBron's legacy take a hit if he only won the championship due to snitching? I don't know. Um... Yeah, I don't know about that, but uh, okay. So the NBA in, enacted strict protocols in the bubble environment. It developed at the Walt Disney World Resort outside of Orlando, Florida, to try and keep players and staff safe during the COVID nineteen pandemic. That included created an anonymous hotline to report people who break the rules. So apparently people are snitching like it's nothing. There's apparently a lot of people snitching already. 
and I completely get it because, you know, you want to win that championship. I would, I, I would snitch if I was on, if I was on the Celtics, and I saw someone on like the Philadelphia 76ers acting up. I'm, I don't, I'm not even hesitating. Sorry, that was just my ass coffee. I'm not hesitating. I'm a, I'm a snitch on them. I'm 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 giving my team any chance possible to succeed. Not even. Okay? So that's off the rip. You feel me? It's not even close. Right? That's just like That's just easy for me. But I don't condone snitching. I don't I don't condone snitching. It's just if I wanted to be NBA champion, I might. So, yeah, that's about it. And the NBA, wow. Like 15 days. At the end of the month, we get NBA basketball. I can't wait for it. I hope none of these fools get Rona. So that way we can actually watch basketball. I can't wait. It'll be great whether there's fans or not. That that is a very disappointing thing, you know, not having fans and everything. But just like just we get something. We get something. And I'll take that. I'll 100% take that over nothing. So I'll take that with as many grains of salt as I can. My next topic. Next. Next topic. I'm going to talk about... Okay. Now listen. I'm going to talk about Chance... Chancellor... Uh, the Rapper. Chance the Rapper. Um, came out... Earlier this week in support of Kanye West. He decided to come out as a... Avid... Kanye West supporter. And listen... And listen, okay. You know, people would say, um, what was it? You know, people would say, uh, stick to music. Kind of when it comes to, like, artists or someone, like, trying to give, like, an opinion on maybe, like, politics or something. But if you have listened to Chance the Rapper's last album, uh, you would know that might not be the best uh, statement you want to use. Because that Big Day album was big, um, big not good. <laughs> that that album was trash. That album was really terrible. So, listen, I feel like you can only make uh, really big claims if you are dropped, or like, like, if you drop a really good album, then I feel like you could say some wild stuff. That's why Kanye has gotten away with so much. Because he's been saying wild stuff, but he's dropping great music. So, like, it's okay. But Chance the Rapper, you dropping really bad uh, statements on your Twitter. But, like, you dropping doo-doo. So, I don't, know what, I don't know what to say about that. 
But so Chance the Rapper decided he was gonna um just love on Kanye, show support for Kanye. So Kanye tweeted out a snippet. It's a song called Donda, and it's a tribute to his mother. Beautiful song. You know, I listened to a little bit of the snippet. I didn't want to listen to it a lot because I want to wait for the album. Because I want to wait for the album. I wanted to. I wanted to hear it in full on his album. So like he tweeted out this snippet and then Chance the Rapper is like, and y'all out here trying to convince me to vote vote for Biden. First of all, I don't know how that song has anything to do with his presidency run. And like in all honesty, how I look at Kanye's presidency, it's more like It it just feels like a publicity stunt. It has to be a publicity stunt. I don't think he's actually trying to run. If he was, he would have taken the proper precautions and he would have done it already. But I feel like it's just like to get people talking about that or he's having a bipolar episode. I honestly couldn't tell you. That's not. Maybe he is. It's a rumor to be that he is, but I hope the best for Kanye. Love Kanye, but just drop the album. I don't need. I don't need you running for president, man. You're not gonna win. It's fine. We still love you, Kanye. Okay, so back to Chance. So Chance decided to tweet out some kind of wild stuff. So he's. I'm quoting his Twitter. I'm quoting his Twitter. No. No mishaps. Are you more pro-Biden or anti-yay and why? I get that y'all want to reply that you're just trying to get Trump out. But in this hypothetical scenario where you're replacing Trump, can someone explain why Joe Biden would be better? And then some guy named Ahmed Baba. Interesting name. Kanye's candidacy is a joke, but I'll take Chance's question seriously. Why do I start... Blah, blah, blah. Okay, maybe not. I'm not going to read that. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it kind of just seems like Chance is kind of riding Kanye's coattails on this. I finally got the answer now. I understand. Y'all trust Biden more than y'all trust Ye. I think I understand why. I just don't feel the same way. Um, uh, okay. Well, the reason why people don't really have a faith in Kanye is because I don't know he's never been a politician I don't know maybe maybe that's a reason you ever thought about that chancy boy you ever thought about that he's kind of just been an artist and now he's saying he's gonna run for president so I don't know Maybe you should just have your, like, <laughs> maybe you should just be a little hesitant. Be like, hey, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you should be skeptical if Kanye is running for president. If that is a presidential can Imagine. <sighs> now, listen, I'm not going to say that it's the same thing. But, like, imagine if. Imagine if Metallica 
like the head of hold on okay hold on Metallica members who's like the lead like guy okay never mind imagine if Michael Jackson ran for president like I'm talking like height like like before he died okay let's say like Michael Jackson doesn't die and instead he runs for president do you think everyone would just be like oh he made thriller oh it's okay no <laughs> people are gonna be like okay because like what did he die 2008 he would be okay this is wishful th this is like hypothetical thinking but like wouldn't you have loved to see Obama versus Michael Jackson in a presidential race that'd be listen I'm not saying you know a lot of people will make like fantasy things it's like oh who would win Michael Jordan LeBron James that's what I want to see I would want to see Barack Obama versus Michael Jackson for presidential seating. But back to the like, if Michael Jackson ran, you'd be you'd be like, what is Michael Jackson doing? Like, what are you doing? No, Michael Jackson, quick, go back to the moonwalk, moonwalk yourself out of here, okay? Can we let a politician figure out the politics of the country? No, you know, so Kanye needs to stop, okay? I understand Kanye wants to help out. Maybe he does. Maybe he just wants the attention. I don't know with Kanye. I just know he makes great music, and I just like that, but I don't really know if I'd vote. Oh, okay, I'm not registered to vote, but if I was... You know, I probably would vote for because, Con like, listen, I don't believe in any any other two candidates, so that's just me. I don't believe in those two candidates. I don't think they'll do because, like, because like Trump is Trump, and then like Biden is Biden, and so it's like, well, where do we go from here, essentially? And like, I don't think Kanye would win, but like, I'd vote for him because like I don't really like vote like that. But you know, that's just me. That's just me. But, um, Chance the Rapper, okay, because, like, like, this is so weird from Chance, because, like, when J. Cole put out a song, like, a few weeks ago, it was Snow on the Bluff, he called Cole corny. He called J. Cole corny online and everything for putting out that song, talking about how, like, he didn't know, uh, he didn't have the answers and everything. And, first of all, that J. Cole song was kind of dumb. I don't I don't know why anyone would defend it in a way. That was a really dumb song. I don't really I don't think he needed to put that song out. It's kind of dumb. But Chance the Rapper went on Twitter and said, Yo, you corny. And now Chance the Rapper is being mad corny. So I don't know how well to take Chance the Rapper. Don't go back to music. Okay, last time that happened, uh, you dropped doo-doo, so just stick to being with your wife, bro. Just be with your wife. Just do that. <laughs> just stop talking about politics. Um, 
so yeah, that's my opinion on Chance Rapper. Alright. I'ma talk about I'ma talk about a very interesting very interesting topic. So last week I covered uh Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith's um they're kind of uh, in very very interesting uh, situation. So, okay, I have to try and break this down. Um. So, okay. So essentially, what happened was, uh, Jada and Will were like separated, and. So Jada was like, hey, there's this really young guy that I want to be with. Okay, wait. Um, hold on one sec. Okay. The couple... Rev- okay, so this is from people.com. I am going to refer to this article so that way i've seen a little bit of the things but i'm we're gonna break it down together okay uh okay while the two have experiences their ups and down a friend of pain okay whatever uh the couple revealed in last week's red table talk that they had briefly separated about four years ago and during that time pinkett smith 48, found herself in a different kind of entanglement with a friend and singer, August Alsina. With some protein from her husband, the actress said, yes, it was a relationship, absolutely. And it says, Jada says she wanted to feel good during August Alsina romance. I was very broken. Now listen. I've seen a lot. Okay, first off, entanglement. I don't understand why you are talking about entanglements. Just say you had an affair. That's fine. Um, I mean, it's not fine, but, you know, listen. I've seen a lot of things about this, and I wanted to give my two cents on it. Because, like, I'll see, like... I'll see, like, some people on, like, my feed on, like, Twitter, and it's, like, women kind of, like, defending Jada, essentially, just being, like, oh, she didn't do anything that bad, oh, it's not that big of a deal, blah, blah, blah. If there was a 48-year-old dude, a 48-year-old dude, and he was getting with an 18-year-old, which he was, like, 18 at that time, or something. He was insanely young. He was, like, 18, 20. She was 48. If that was happening, he would be considered a predator. They would be like, yo, this is mad weird, bro. You gotta chill. And, like, Jada Smith, and, like, she has this show, um... It's like the Red Table Talk, and she's talking to people about fixing their problems all the time. 
And it definitely seems as though she's kind of like a hypocrite, I'd say. You know, you you try and, like, fix everyone's problems. And, like, you are just trying to make it seem like you are better in a way. And you're trying to make yourself look great. But, like, you on the side are just, like, I don't know, being in an affair. That's just... That just seems kind of hypocritical, you know? I don't know. Maybe get your stuff figured out first. And then you can tell me to figure my stuff out. So, I don't know. I Now, listen. Do I think Will Smith is innocent in all this? No. No. He's Will Smith, okay? If Jada was having affairs, you know Will is having affairs, too. Okay, you know Will is, like, getting some action on the side, okay? He has a side um, piece, probably. He has probably maybe a few, I don't know. But he's keeping that under wraps. So Will Smith's doing a real better job, okay? He's keeping those women or men, I don't know what he's into, on the side. He's he's keeping that on the low. They're keeping that on the low. August Alcino, whatever his name is. You know, I'm beyond he is, and like he kind of spilled the beans, and Jay's just kind of like, Well, I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's like, Well, well, that thanks, appreciate it. Um, but yeah, like, like Will Will Smith probably for sure is like has side pieces, so like, I think it's just like he hasn't gotten caught essentially, or it hasn't been brought to the public, so. Yeah, it's like, it's whatever, essentially. But, um, I think it's just kind of weird. Like, I saw, like, some of that interview, and it seemed like she was just trying to, like, avoid it the whole time. Like, she didn't want to admit, she was kind of dancing around it. And, like, just being like, oh, I was broken, so it really helped me. Do you understand that, like, okay. Let me explain that. So if you if you are if you're a guy and you are married to a woman and she tells you to your face I was broken and having this affair healed me. Another man healed me. Essentially like as, that's essentially saying like you couldn't do anything for me. This guy came in and he he helped me heal. He was really great for me. Do you understand how devastating that is for a guy? Like you like you give everything you have for this person and like then they're just like, "Oh, you know, I was like they helped me heal. Like you couldn't help me heal, but this person helped me heal." That's so crazy to me. You know? And, like, I don't understand why people, like, are just like, oh, it's okay for, like, Jay to have done this. Like, this is just, like, I don't know. It's just, like, it's just really, I don't think anyone should, if, this is me, I don't think if anyone is in a marriage or anything like that, like, if you have agreed to solely be with this person, for, I don't think you should break that. 
I understand that some people aren't in open relationships and everything. But, you know, I I don't know. I don't think, like, because, like, open relationships, like, they're not, like, gonna... I feel like they never really go great in a way. Because, like, what happens when you're like, hey, I don't want to be in an open relationship anymore. And they're just like, oh, why? <laughs> like, if they're dismissive of ending the openness of the relationship... Then it's just like, dang, why are you even with them? But, but like, I don't know. I don't think open relationships really work that great. I don't think they, I don't think they're really great. But I don't think marriage is either, in all honesty. I know, controversial. I don't really think marriage is that great. Um, But, yeah, I don't feel like, in any way you should like I don't think there's any situation where you should be like okay with just like she like and it seemed like he she was like with this August guy for like years years that's crazy that is crazy so like I don't know if I feel bad for Will because like he's probably getting action on the side, but it's just like I don't know. It's just weird to me. So, but yeah, man, that's just my opinion on that. I don't know. Anyways, we're gonna we're gonna get right into some. I'm gonna talk about some music. I'm gonna talk about some. I'm a big music guy, if you guys know. I'm a big old little music guy, and so an album came out last week. It was uh, a posthumous album for a uh, rapper songwriter, uh, Juice World. And listen, first of all, rest in peace, Juice World. One hundred percent tragic death. He died in um. He died in uh, December of last year from a seizure likely led from, uh, what is it, uh, drug use and, every- and everything. So, But yeah, he um, his label released an album uh, this past uh, week and on last Friday. And listen. I have a good amount of friends that really like Juice World. And listen, I think he was a great artist. I think he, I mean, he was a really good artist. He was a really good artist. He had a distinct sound. He was able to use kind of like emo, kind of like rap, um, a lot of different things. He was, um, he would sing in a lot of his things. You know, he was, he was pretty good. He was pretty good. But listen, this album isn't that great. It's like mid. I'm beyond this album's mid. This uh, it's 21 songs. It's 21 songs. I don't need 21. Listen, I'm not the biggest Juice fan. A lot of people connect with his stuff like on an emotional level, and I completely understand that. But like 
I just didn't connect with him like that. But like some, I will say, some of the lyrics on this on these songs are just like, like dude, like he talks about, like if you've heard one Juice World song, you've kind of heard them all. You know, he's talking about like depression, uh, drug use, and everything, and like. It's insanely sad, 100%. You know, it's insanely sad to see it. Um, But, like, it just feels kind of bloated in a way. You know, there's a few good songs that I liked on it. But, like, I don't know. Because, like, there aren't that many features on this album. There's, like, a handful of features. There's, like, Trippy Red, Polo G, Marshmallow... Halsey, and that's it on like a few songs. So I don't know. I just, I think it's okay. It's just like, you know, obvious for a posthumous album, I will say that it is pretty good. It's not lazy. It's not, I'm very glad because there have been this year a good amount of posthumous albums that have been released. You know, look at like Mac Miller Circles. You have um, a Pop Smokes album, and now you also have this album. It's really good because, like, prior to that, we re- I was seeing a lot of like really, uh, really crappy posthumous albums that I could tell. Like, it was a lot of like lazy, not really the artist who has passed away. It's not really their work. It's more just like. A little bit that they had and then essentially just trying to fill out the rest of the things in order to just make money off of them and so I didn't really like that at all um but like I will say these albums that I've listened to are a lot more complete and I do like that I mean there's no like real connection between a lot of these songs in a way, I mean, I get it. It, I, it is more just like a memorial of Juice World because you have things like, like anxiety, the intro track, where it's more just like Juice talking, you know. And it, I will say, it's very eerie, kind of like coming from like it's like Juice knew what was gonna happen. He knew his self destruction was coming in a way, kind of like in a Mac Miller kind of way, you know, like. He knew he couldn't do, you know, this forever in a way. So, and then you also have things like um, the man, the myth, the legend, essentially just like uh, our other artists praising Juice. And then you have the uh, outro track, Juice World Speaks from Heaven. It's like a snippet of him on like Instagram Live or something. So there is like... I will say that, like, I do like a few of the songs on here, like the uh, Hate the Other Side uh, with Polo G and the Kid Leroy. No, I'm going to be honest. Kid Leroy, I don't love him. I don't think he's that. I He's okay. Like, I don't hate him, but, like, I'm just, like, if, the, if Kid Leroy was off the song, I would love the song. Polo G does his thing on the song. Juice World does his thing on the song. I really like it. 
Um, Come and Go. Okay, listen. When the first time I listened to the song Come and Go, it was like... Man, like, I... It sounded like Target music. Like, it just, like, sounded, like, so... I just didn't like it. Like, I just was turned off immediately. And I know, like, some people was like, oh, it sounds like a coming-of-age song. That's cool, but, like, I just didn't like it. It's not for me. Um, I will... I mean, listen. I don't hate this album, but, like, I just can't really get back into it. You know? Because, like, I'm not... Like, some people are Juice fans. And they're, like, big Juice fans. But I just don't... I don't connect with it as much as others, in all honesty. Like, it's just, like, whatever to me. So, you know. Like, I've only listened to this album probably, like, twice, once or twice. And, like, I just haven't had any hesitation to go back and listen to it, really. So, it's good, but, like, it's, like, mid. It's not anything, like, crazy. You know, but hey, that's just that's just me. You guys could have your own opinion on it. It's just me. It's just me personally. I don't really like it as much as I want to. I really want to like this song or like this album, but it's whatever, man. But all right, I'm gonna get into some. Uh, every uh, every week I recommend some stuff for you guys to listen to, um, some music to listen to that I recommend. I'm gonna recommend some music for y'all. All right, first one I'm gonna recommend. I'm gonna recommend FM by Finn Staples. This is a 2018 kind of mini album by Vince Staples. Listen, Vince Staples is very underrated. I'll say that right. Vince Staples is crazy underrated. This guy is so talented. I love his flow. The production on this album is great. Um, it's only 22 minutes. It's really only 22 minutes. I really like it. Um, a few of the songs on here I like. Feels like summer, outside, don't get chipped. Relay is good, fun. Um... Yeah, it's just like a really... This is Vince Stable's last project. I've been listening to this recently. Uh, considering um, what time of year it is. I know it's crazy to think that it's summertime, but it is summertime. So if you want to play this, um, make it feel like summer for you, I'd recommend that this project get you in that summer type feel but don't be going to the beach don't let it con distract you from the point uh, uh, don't go to the beach okay don't be going out trying to catch rona all right none of that enjoy the temperature from your pool outside right next to your porch okay from where you can't be near anyone please and thank you <laughs> Please and thank you. I appreciate it. Any, any. Uh, the next one. I'll, 
I'm gonna recommend a Malibu by Anderson Puck. Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack. Incredible, incredible artist. You know, this man can do like everything. Essentially, he can rap, he can sing, he can drum, he can do this, he can do that. He's a great. He's an insane artist. Uh, this 2016 album is, um, you know, people say it's his best album. You know, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, hey, it is. But you know, it's it's insanely good. I've been listening to this one really. I've been listening to this a good amount. Um, some songs I recommend: "Heart Don't Stand a Chance," "The Season Carry Me." Um, I'd say "Come Down" is a really good one. Uh, "Am I Wrong?" Uh, "The Waters" featuring B.J. Chicago Kid. That one. Um, yeah, I great album. If you want to get in some more R and B, uh, it's I I definitely recommend it. Um, another kind of mini album thing I'd recommend is Into by Sonder, and Sonder is essentially uh Brent Fias. He's a Baltimore R and B singer songwriter. Um, and I think it's like two other producers. I forget their name. I'm sorry that I forget your name, but yeah, this is a this is a great kind of like a little EP mini album and everything. Uh, definitely recommend it. Go listen to it. Too fast is a good one. Feel sirens, great little mini project. It's only 26 minutes, seven songs. Really good listen. Really good listen. So if you're trying to get into more R and B, I've been listening to a lot of R and B. I ain't gonna lie. I've been listening to a lot of R and B. And and you know what? I'm having a great time. I'm having a great time listening to R and B. It's I really like it. It's been a lot of good a lot of good stuff coming from that. Now listen. The, the, everyone knows this out like I've been listening to the black album by Jay Z. And like, hold on. If you've ever played 2K13, NBA 2K13, it's just a public service announcement. You know what that is? Like that's fire. Hold on, wait, wait, hold on. Just give it a sec. Like I, I have been like trying to find this song because like back in like 2013 2012 or whatever like i got nba 2k 13 and that was like the 2k where like jay-z was like on the cut he wasn't on the cover but like his like name was on like underneath the title and like for the longest time this was like the intro track to like the whole game like when you loaded up the game this was the song like and like it was just so fire. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is H to the O V. Fire. Okay. Just that point. Just that bar. Fire. 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 And like I didn't even know it was on the black album because I've always been trying to find that song. And like just fire. Fire.
So if you want to listen to the, just listen to the public service announcement. Get you in that 2K vibe. Great. 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 One of the goats. One of the goats. What can I say? Uh, but yeah, those are some songs I'd recommend. That's some music I'd recommend. Check it out if you want. And if you don't, uh, you're missing out on great music. What can I say? All right. I'm going to talk about some more things right quick. Um, okay. I didn't know. I forgot about this. Uh, listen. Okay, so school, the idea of schools reopening. Listen. Um, so the big, a big controversy essentially is should we allow schools to reopen? Uh, and like people like, okay, so from NPR, it says report on reopening schools in person class for young kids a priority. Uh, you want to know what also is a priority? Uh, keeping people alive. Keeping them alive is pretty important. So I understand you want to keep them in the classroom and all that. I don't know, maybe figure out COVID things first, and then you can worry about it. <sighs> I'm sorry. I was, I was like, I was about to sneeze and yawn at the same time, and I kind of got scared because I didn't know what my body would have done at that point because that's like, that was just like, whoa, crazy feeling. Okay, so I'm looking at, it's in this uh, articles from NPR talking about uh, schools reopening. And listen, like, I understand that, like, I understand you want to get people, like, back in the school. And, like, so that way, like, they're not online because they're not going to learn. And, like, essentially they're talking about little kids, like elementary kids. But, like, like... Like, screw them kids. You know, like, who, like, they'll be fine. You know what I mean? Like, le- I'm not the guy to ask about, like, the schools reopening and everything. Like, I'm not your hero for that. I'm just saying, like, who cares? Like, like, don't force it. Cause, like, when you think about it, like, the, when schools closed, COVID cases were insanely low compared to what they are now. And now you're just like, hey, let's reopen schools, even though uh, we're having a terrible go of the whole, I don't know, handling Corona and everything. I don't know. It just seems kind of like, why are you even trying to force this right now? Instead, you should be forcing safe ways in order because like, it just seems like they're trying to just help themselves in a way the schools and they're not trying to actually care about the safety of people i don't know that's just me i understand that as schools you have to be able to have people in them you know you're not you want to be able to like actually do what you have to do in a way but i don't know i don't think now is the time to even worry about that stuff right now 
but uh, you know it's just it's okay so i'm looking at this article this fall public school districts should prioritize full-time in-person classes for grades k-5 and for students with special needs that's a top line recommendation of a new reporter by the national academies of sciences engineering and medicine this report includes an updated review of the evidence from around the world and a set of recommendations on mitigation strategies for the virus in school settings it adds a lefty or a hefty reading list of back to school guidance that now includes comprehensive recommendations from the cdc American Academy of Pediatrics and the American Federation of Teachers, blah, 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 blah. Anywho, okay, I get it, but if you are comparing other countries to us, you have to understand that everyone else is like ahead of the curve of, compared to America. Now, I don't hate America, but like I'm very upset with it because when you look at every other country, they're on the downslope of Corona and we are still peaking because no one can just, no one understands the severity of it and no one cares enough. And it's really annoying. So we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to other countries because we're not anywhere near any other country as far as progress. So why are we comparing each other? That's like what Trump, like Trump will like compare. It's like, well, like, I don't know uh england and everyone's doing really good so we should do good and it's like boy what are you doing like you're doing the terrible job of it like like why are you trying to compare like that is ridiculous i don't know it's just like it bugs me it just kind of bugs me just like stop trying to like force these things when like, if you're, like, trying to be like, hey, we need to put people back at schools, but you won't wear a mask to Publix, stop it, okay? I don't want to hear your opinion, okay? And wear your masks. Wear your masks, okay? I don't care if it's hard to breathe a little bit, okay? Can you just wear it? I'd appreciate it. I don't know. Uh... Another thing uh, I'm seeing, uh, Walmart will start requiring customers in U.S. stores to wear masks. Uh, duh. I saw this really funny video. It was like, okay, obviously it was like an old white guy. But like, it, he was willing to fight a Walmart employee on the basis of wearing a mask. Like, why are people so against like I saw a thing. It was like we get to wear ninja masks, and it's normal. That's like that is like honestly like how is that not like a plus? Like you get to wear a ninja mask, and like you, it's just normal. Like that's dope. Like how are you gonna complain about that? In all honesty, but you know people be like, oh, it's not constitutional, or like it's my constitutional right to not wear it you want to know what also is your constitutional right not to get people killed i understand that's not like necessarily in the constitution rewarded like that but you get what i mean okay we have to look out for each other okay it just sucks that 
as a country, we're so divided and we can't listen to anyone saying anything unless they align with our political ideas. And it's like, it's like, oh, if this person tells me to wear a mask, I'm not going to. But if Trump tells me to wear a mask, then I might. Like, it's just like, I'm just upset. I'm just upset about that, you know? I don't know. I don't know. It's just like, it's, it's you know, part of me wants to, like, go to, like, another country and just, like, kind of wait it out in a way, but I can't even do that. I'm not, I don't have money. I don't have money for that. I don't have the funds to move. I don't even think I could, especially with everything going on. Like, I, I think, like, like travel is banned for, like, a bunch of countries. Now, I'm not saying, like, I would abandon America. I mean, like, if things went really south, then, yeah. Like, I don't, like, a lot of people have, like, their patriotism. I have, like, I care about me, Okay. If America, if the stock is going down for America, I'm a buyout. Okay, I'm a, I'm a head out. You know, I don't feel this loyalty. That whatever. If you were with a, if you got with your ex, and they were talking about doing some crazy stuff, you wouldn't be like, huh, that's kind of weird. But you know, it's whatever. That's just them. No, you'd get out of there. You'd get out of there. You wouldn't even, you wouldn't stay. You wouldn't, they wouldn't say some stuff like, gosh, that. <laughs> they say a bunch of wild stuff. You wouldn't even be like, you wouldn't, you're just like, oh, it's whatever. That's just what they say. You'd be like, no, I got to get out of here. This is ridiculous. So I don't trust. I'm, I would think for myself. Because, like, it doesn't seem like the U.S. is going to really, uh, I don't know, figure it out real soon. Especially Florida. Ron DeSantis needs to resign. Resign. Please and thank you, Ron DeSantis. Okay? It's crazy. Like, he was... T- okay, so I was talking to my mother the other day. And, like, she was talking about how he was doing a, like, live press conference. And you would think he would be talking about very important things like corona treatment and all of this and all of that. This man, this man was talking about setting up, like, this one. I didn't watch it. I'm going to be honest. I didn't really, like, I didn't see it myself. But he was talking about setting up Tesla charging stations. Amidst him being in the hot seat, essentially, just like everyone just being like, hey, you're doing a bad job. What are you going to do? And then he's just like, you know, we could charge our Teslas. We could charge our Teslas, you know, like this is the fuck. This is the freaking priority of this guy. It's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. I don't know. What can I say? I don't know. But I'm going to end it off that. Ron DeSantis, please resign. I don't like you. Um, But yeah, that's this episode of the Conos, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you for listening. Uh, We will be back next week. We're going to have more things I'm going to talk about. We're going to do this and that. Okay? And I hope you'll be there with me as well. I hope everyone stays safe. I hope you're washing your hands and you're not... 
out there partying, doing whatever, because if you are, you're part of the problem, and I don't like you, all right? We can't be friends. We can't get coffee, all right? We not getting brunch, all right? You want to know how we get in brunch? When you social distance and you wear a mask and you stay six feet away from everyone, all right? Because that's how we getting down all 2020, the rest of 2020. We don't care about what you want to do. I don't care if you want to party. I want to live, okay? And I want the NBA to be back in stadiums and everything. And I want that to happen, okay? And you want to know what's how that's going to happen? If you keep your little broke butt at home, okay? I don't care if you're lonely. Deal with it, okay? All right? Drink a White Claw. Take some Advil and just watch a movie, okay? But so that way, all of this can tide over, all right? But I digress. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Stay safe out there, and I'll see you next week on the Konas. Have a good one, guys.